Every leader has problems. Increasing your leadership intensity won't fix them in a healthy way. You need an increase of clarity. From starting businesses, leading multiple nonprofit organizations, both large and small, and a full family life, Dr. Chris McAllister learned how to shift his thinking to thrive. He will help you order your internal world so you can lead your external world. Welcome to the Site Shift Lead Podcast with Chris McAllister. So for the second time, I just recorded a podcast, not second time today, but second time since podcasting, just recorded a podcast and had the mic off. Oh my gosh. Um, Hey, you know what? That just means maybe this one will be better. Um, Hey, I was uh, talking to some college students recently uh, for a baccalaureate service. I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Uh, I'm not going to go on YouTube and listen to how it's pronounced, though. Um, And I'm going to connect this to everybody, regardless of where you are. But for a second, uh, I need to talk about it from a context of of kids. Uh, But I'm talking to these college students, and I want them to be able to really get a sense of real fear and false fear. Most of us are driven by a narrative of false fears uh, that are a false threat to our identity. And we miss the obvious, we miss reality and the things that we should be afraid of. So I was trying to parse that out for him and just say, you know, like there's a narrative that existed for a number of decades that said if you get the degree, you're going to be okay. Um, and, And that's really not true anymore. Now here's what you need to be afraid of and here's what you don't have to be afraid of. So I tried to walk through that the best I could. And one of the points that I was uh, making is that it's your parents' desires that got you to this point for a lot of them. But it's your desires that are going to get you past this point and help you figure out who you are so that you don't feel trapped by this. If I get the degree, I'll be okay. So let me give you a way of framing this that I gave them, and then we're going to apply it to everybody. But let me talk about it in the context of kids to help, uh, help it connect first. So I think about with my kids. I have uh, desires for them. Now, for a lot of parents, the way they're interacting with their kids, it's what I'll call a C-level of desires. Uh, so out in suburb America, tons of activities going on for all the kids, extracurricular activities, sports, uh, like crazy, gone all the time, not much uh, unstructured free playtime, and there's a fear that's operating underneath the surface for a lot of parents, and that fear is this, I've got to keep my kids out of jail, or I've got to keep them from um, being lazy, or they have to learn all of these things from doing all these activities that will keep them from these C-level desires, something bad happening, them wasting their lives. Uh, and they approach it that way because they think that's going to keep it from happening. So that's a C-level desire. There's a B-level desire that says, um, you know, I want my kids to go to college. They've got to go take this pathway. They've got to do this. They've got to do that because I want them to have some semblance of the American dream, some kind of stable housing, um, you know, some kind of economic affluence and, you know, whatever that looks like relative to what that family's tradition or history or values are, there's usually a B-level desire that represents something about the work that you do and your station in life. Very few ever experience what I would call A-level desires. 
A-level desires trump B-level desires. A-level desires are this. I desire for my kids to know who they are, to live out of a secure identity with nothing to prove or hide, to be able to approach their work with passion like it's a climb they'll make the rest of their lives. And they may have lots of little missions, lots of little sea climbs, but they're going after it in a big way. They're making a ruckus. They're putting themselves out there. Uh, They are not like so many who don't live the lives that they were desiring to live, that there was something within them that was untapped. Instead, they get to tap it out. They get to go after it. And then they get to have relationships where they don't have to pretend or be fake, but that energize them. They get to build the party they want to be a part of. So I want them to have a secure identity, clear mission, and healthy community. And that's my desire for them. That's an A-level desire, right? That's more important than focusing on a B-level desire and more important, obviously, than a C-level desire. So I'm not approaching it from a C-level standpoint. I just want to keep you from being um, a dysfunctional citizen of society. And I'm not focused on a B-level desire. So if my daughter says to me, which has happened, hey, I don't want to go to college. There's no, you're going to go to college. I don't freak out over that because that's not the top level desire. I'm focused on A-level desires. Now, here's what's happened. For a lot of people, and I was saying this at that, um, at that service when I was speaking, it, your, your parents' desires have gotten you to this point. For you to get past this, it's an awakening into that A level of desire. You figure out who you are. Then you transcend what degree you do or don't have. Now, I said I would apply it to everybody, so I'm not just talking to people with kids. This is for you and me to think about. The reason this is for you and me to think about is because we want to make sure that we're surfacing the desires, non-judgmentally, that our desires rage. And I'm saying that for some of you, there's a C-level desire. You just don't want to be uh, seen as something that is negative in your mind. You're afraid to be that kind of boss. You're afraid to be that kind of leader or parent. You're like, I just don't want to be that kind of person. It's a negative identity. And frankly... Uh, that's a base level of getting energy and getting fueled. And eventually, if you let that dominate your horizon, you'll be so shaped by that, you may even self-sabotage and start to live out that reality. Eric Erickson, a specialist in youth identity development, said, you know, it's easier for us to live out a negative identity if we feel like the positive one isn't attainable. So if you keep that in front of yourself all the time, like, I am not going to be that kind of boss that does this. I'm not going to be that kind of parent. I'm not going to be that kind of person that does this. Then that's what's in front of you all the time. Your brain starts to organize around that. Let's get beyond that and let's get beyond B-level desire, right? I have to have a certain kind of power, a certain kind of wealth, or I have to hit this certain kind of station or this certain kind of housing or this certain kind of car, all the ways that we would build who we are around what we do, what we possess, our relationships, all of those things are false. Instead, what we want to do is give ourselves a big permission slip to develop discernment, to develop focus, to unleash the creative horsepower of who we are, how, when we, when we live out of that secure identity, We bring the fullness of who we are to what we do consistently. We engage it. We engage the climb with all our hearts. And then we build that party that we want to be a part of. That's what it means to let your desires rage, to really tap into this A level and live out of that. So if you're in a place of influence, uh, 
you know, let's call people to focus on this A level of desire, a secure identity into a clear mission and a healthy community. Um, for yourself, how are you um, judging yourself and whether you measure up or don't in some arbitrary way? It's, you know, what would happen at a C or a B level desire? Focus on that A level. And when you do, over time, this is what's in front of you all the time, you start to organize your brain around that. Now, if you need some help on that and want to go even more specific, you can go back to, uh, I think it was number five, uh, where I talked about write a new ending. I give you some specific exercises to do in that. But this is another way of coming at that conversation. A-level desires. They are where it's at. All right, thanks for listening along. Have a great rest of the day. Peace. This has been The Sight Shift, lead podcast with Chris McAllister. Thank you for listening.